The COVID-19 pandemic showed us just how vulnerable supply chains are. Today, we face many threats, shipping delays, a lack of workers, failing infrastructure, transportation rates that are out of control, cybersecurity threats, and of course, a worldwide pandemic that is still very much with us. But with each of these threats comes opportunities. Welcome to this limited podcast series from CSEMP's Supply Chain Quarterly, the top 10 supply chain threats. This podcast is sponsored by Covariant. By now, you're familiar with the challenges of the labor shortage, but I'm excited to share that when it comes to help for picking, sorting, and packing, Covariant has the solution. Covariant's AI robotic solutions ensure your supply chain runs on time and reliably. Within weeks of deployment, the software can power robots to see, learn, and operate at levels comparable with traditional labor, but with significant cost savings. Designed by machine learning pioneers, Covariant is putting AI robotics into the real world across various industries, including fashion, health and beauty, industrial supply, pharmaceutical, grocery, parcel, and general merchandise. To learn more, check them out at Covariant AI or on LinkedIn. Today, we focus on the threat of a labor shortage. Here is your moderator for this segment, Supply Chain Quarterly's Executive Editor, Susan Laysfield. Thank you for joining us today for the latest episode of Top 10 Threats to Supply Chains. Our sub subject today are the risks and challenges surrounding the current labor shortage. Speaking to us today about this subject is Professor Rafe Ishfak from the University of Auburn University. He is the W. Allen Reed Associate Professor for the Department of Supply Chain Management. Rafe is also engaged in a lot of different research um, reports and studies that are associated with this topic, um, such as the State of Retail Supply Chain for the Retail Industry Logistics Association and the Logistics 2030 study for the Council of Supply Chain Management Professionals. In fact, we are speaking to Rafe today from the CSCMP EDGE Conference. Rafe, thanks for joining us. Thank you, Susan, for inviting me for this uh, brief talk. Thank you. Uh, so there's been a lot of talk across all industries about the current labor shortage but the problem feels particularly acute for the supply chain. Can you talk about some of the positions and job types that have been particularly hard for companies to fill and the challenges they are facing in those areas? I think we find ourselves in a very unique and unprecedented situation where the demand for labor and management talent has surpassed the capacity or the supply uh, of uh, labor and management skills. Uh, if you think about the current situation, we have got a surge in demand across retail. We see a lot of logistics activities on the inbound side where companies are looking for drivers, they're looking for warehousing staff to be able to stock up the inventory. And all the way up to the sourcing and global movement of goods across the oceans. There is just so much need for logistics activities that the available pool of labor and management skills are just not there. Uh, think about all the different options that 
labor force would have right now. There are many companies who are offering more th higher than usual salaries. I can think of Amazon and Target as some of those companies that will pay you um, a premium on being available to work for them. Even in the gig market, if you're willing to do a, an Uber or a Lyft service or other crowdsourced uh, options, you can not only uh, make good money, but also have the flexibility in the work schedule that um, a lot of us are looking for in these tiring times of uh, family-oriented struggles and uh, just making, making things work. So when there are limited number of people available and there's an unprecedented surge in demand, uh, these uh, uh, mismatches are, are bound to happen. So to answer your question, I think we are seeing um, issues with finding enough labor and management uh, people to fill the roles that are available all across the board. And it seems that it's not just a matter of recruiting the right talent, it is retaining them as well. How much of a factor is that in the labor shortage that we are seeing cur currently? That's a great question, um, and if you think about this for a second, both of these issues, uh, recruiting and retention, kind of goes hand in hand. I have uh, met a number of people here at the conference who would uh, share their experience of having worked at a company for just a little bit of time, a little over a year, and already receiving job offers with better salaries and sign-up bonuses just to get those people to cross over the fence and come and work for the other company. I think part of the ways uh, this, the retention and uh, recruiting challenges are connected is the way our industry has shifted. Uh, if you think about the impact of e-commerce on warehousing and, and distribution processes where we have moved away from uh, just moving pallet loads on a forklift truck, uh, we are now asking people to move boxes and pick, pack, and ship orders that are in smaller quantity, just increase the labor work, um, as, as well as uh, the management roles are becoming more complicated. Uh, I sometimes refer to this as a little bit of a skill deficit, right. that the complexity of managing today's supply chains and all the technologies that are incorporated in, in handling this the new modern supply chain uh, has left with uh, fewer people who are trained, who are skilled to be able to handle this. Uh, and, and once you get workers trained for warehousing operations or uh, get them attracted to the transportation and driving uh, roles, um, there is just so much out there that they are they will easily move to another company with the, with the, with the premiums being offered. Um, so what are some innovative ways that companies can respond to these challenges? We have to think about the recruitment and the retention of labor force and the management roles in a slightly different ways. Uh, when you talk about the labor force, there has to be a little bit of uh, flexibility, uh, maybe higher wages. Uh, in the most recent study that we had just concluded, uh, these are the things that we are hearing from a lot of businesses. Just the supply-demand dynamics in the labor market means that companies have to pay 
uh, a little bit of premium to get people to work, uh, to actually come work for the business as a employer of choice. Uh, on the management side, there is a strong need for additional training programs, especially management leadership management programs uh, that would attract uh, high quality and talented managers to come and work for your company. Uh, so there are ways that companies are handling it, they're tackling it, uh, and um, uh, that's the need of the time. Excellent. Um, do you have any sense of how successful these strategies are? Are the companies that are paying more uh, having less of a challenge recruiting people, or is it still hard? There are recent labor statistics that indicates about 60% of the lost jobs at the start of the pandemic have been recovered. The remaining 40% um, is where the surge in demand and unavailability of uh, trained and, and skilled uh, workforce remains. It is, uh, it is not surprising that 60% of middle and top management job opportunities remain unfulfilled. The National Association of Manufacturing have identified um, this shortage to actually lead up to about uh, $1 trillion worth of lost wow. business by 2030. Wow. So uh, this is a work in progress. Companies are struggling, but they are uh, making the effort to incorporate these training programs, flexible work uh, options, and uh, leadership development programs to attract and train future leaders. Are there any sort of long-term strategies or solutions companies need to keep in mind? Is this the time you really need to be looking at automation, especially for the labor roles? It is, and I think part of that automation value proposition has shifted in favor of doing it that way is uh, just the sheer uh, rise in e-commerce and, and omni-channel uh, and, and we are moving product flows in smaller quantities that require more labor. So from a volume standpoint, automation in the warehouses uh, is, is, uh, is, is, is making a lot of sense uh, as far as well as adding technology from machine learning and artificial intelligence to um, be able to automate day-to-day workflow so that we can enable managers to actually spend more of their time on strategic initiatives and improving their uh, their supply chains in general. Well, great. Thank you so much, Rafi, for joining us today. And I'd like to thank our audience for tuning in on some important topics that we are all struggling with. And please remember to uh, subscribe to our podcast so that you can keep up to date with the episodes as they release. Thank you again. Thank you for joining us for this podcast from CSCMP's Supply Chain Quarterly, the Top 10 Supply Chain Threats. We encourage you to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.